0: All right, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Daniel Teachers Experience. I'm super excited to have my guest, Shelby, here today. She's a health coach and a life coach. We're going to break down a bunch of fun stuff and just have an amazing conversation between two people. Shelby, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm so good. How are you?
0: Absolutely sensational.
1: (laughs) That makes me happy. Thank you so much for asking me to be on the show. I'm super, super happy to be here.
0: Thank you so much for being here, my friend. It is is my honor. We, We are very, very, very grateful to have you on.
1: Thank you so much.
0: So my friends, without further ado, let's hop into this. So Shelby, what is it exactly for the people who are either listening at home or watching this on YouTube? What what do you do exactly? What are the services that you provide?
1: Cool, Um, so hi guys, I am Shelby Plunkett. Um, So I'm just a Midwest girl from a small farming community in Illinois. Um, But I have been living in California for the past 10 years and specifically Los Angeles for the past 10 years. Um, So my job as a certified um, health and life coach is that I uh, empower women to take control of their health, gain confidence, and live abundantly. So um, the services that I currently offer, so I'm offering two programs right now. So I have my health coaching program, which is called the Total Transformation 90-Day Intensive Program. So this is where clients work with me one-on-one for one hour every week for 12 consecutive weeks. Um, And this program is designed to help women with digestive problems, to lose belly bloat, gain energy and clarity on what foods work for them specifically, um, and to feel confident in a bikini because everyone wants to feel confident in a bikini, right? I mean, even you, right? Of course, of course. A
0: thousand percent. A thousand percent.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. Um, And then on top of that, I also have my life coaching program, uh, which I call Awakened to Joy. So again, this is a 90-day intensive program, very similar to the health coaching program where you work with me one-on-one for 12 consecutive weeks. Um, So Awaken to Joy is designed to empower women to be their true and authentic selves, to gain confidence, set healthy boundaries, and ultimately fall in love with their lives again. Um, In addition to that, I also work with clients in creating custom workout plans And I have a sports nutritionist on staff that helps me to create uh, custom nutrition and uh, meal plans for my clients as well. Um, So I know that there's a lot of like question around like, what is a health and life coach? Like, what do you do? So I would love to like explain that a little bit. So my job, whether that's being like hired as a health or a life coach is to ultimately give my clients in depth, but curated information. Cause there's so much information available out there, right? So like you could go through Google and you're just like overwhelmed with so much information. So my job is to give you in depth, but curated information pertaining to wellness overall. Um, and then my job is also to hold my uh, clients accountable and kind of give them a kick in the butt whenever they need it and to hold them to their highest version of themselves. But my job is also to laser coach them to be able to find solutions for challenges that might arise, because obviously problems are going to arise in our lifetime, right? Um, And then to just help them to set up the conditions for inevitable success so that follow through becomes easy and they don't fall back into those old toxic patterns or behaviors.
0: Amazing, 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 Shelby. I love it. Because honestly, one of the questions I was going to ask you is like, you know, why should someone invest in a coach as opposed to just taking it on their own? And I think you nailed a lot of it in the sense of, you know, you have someone who's basically your accountability coach, right? They're kicking you in the bucket. Hey, did you get that workout in? Did you get the diet in? And you're totally right. It's all out there on Google, but the amount of time it takes to find everything, to check the sources. So to have someone like yourself, you know, who's, you know, gone through the research, who has everything there. It's efficient, you know, time wise. And and at least you, you feel more trusting, right? And there's a person right there with you they're connected one-on-one. And I think those are a Absolutely. bunch of amazing reasons why having a coach is that much more beneficial.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's having someone to go on this journey with you. It's, you know, I truly believe that like intuitively most of us, if not all of us know what to do to be healthy, but we just don't always do it because, you know, it's like from working with my clients, it's come to my understanding that most people need encouragement and accountability. And so one of the hardest parts about being a coach is to know when to encourage and give grace versus when to kick your clients in the butt and hold Mm -hmm. them accountable for their actions. So it's like, you know, we understand that everyone's doing the best that they can in that moment, right? So as a coach, we want to get you to that higher level, the higher version of yourself. And so we have the training to know when to give you grace and when to encourage you versus when to, you know, give you that kick in the butt and hold you accountable and push you. But we know how to push you further, faster, but not too fast, right? So it's kind of like, um, it's like a built-in support system. So yes, of course, you can get to your goals without a, court, without a coach, of course. But I almost guarantee that you can get there faster or get there further, get further in your goal while having a coach or a mentor because it's a built-in support system.
0: Love it, Shelby. I could not agree more my friend. So many gems you just dropped for us. if I was just to go back for a second, I think that that first part where you said, you know, a lot of times it's not the, the, the unknown. So like people know that they should lose weight. People know that cigarettes are bad for them. People know they should do X. But, you know, just because you know it, I feel like people um, overlook it, right? You're constantly looking for these get health quick schemes, right? And the six Completely. pack in two weeks and Completely. rather than having a coach who just, you know, nails you and go, you know, exercise and eat well. And i think the second part that you absolutely nailed you know there is such an importance in knowing you know when do you push someone and when do you just kind of grace and relax um off the top of my head when you were saying that i sometimes watch boxing and mma and whatnot and and that question always arises when you have the fighter he's sitting on the stool in between rounds and he looks he looks tired and he's beaten and and the thought is always well as a coach now do you say you can do it you can go for it like those movies or at what point do you say, Hey, I'm worried for your safety. I think we should, we should take it easy. So how much motivation and push is too much. So I'm, I'm really glad that you, uh, you shed some light on that.
1: Yeah, of course. That's, so a, Shelby, good, that's a good like, analogy that was like with boxing. I love that.
0: For sure. For sure. For sure. So Shelby, how did you get started in all this? How did you get started in life coaching and then health coaching?
1: Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> so that is a question with a very complex answer, but um. I will try to, uh, I'll try to explain. Um, so I truly believe that God created me to be a pillar for other people, but I believe that he also promised me to, that he would take the weight from me so that I could still stand. Um, if I had to pinpoint like a time, cause I feel like a lot of it, like all the puzzle pieces kind of connected and I had this like aha moment. However, I think it was a long journey, right? So if I had to pinpoint a specific time where I was like this is where I started like making the decision or not even realizing that I was making the decision to become a health and life coach um, was probably when I was going through my recovery. So um, about five years ago, I had a lumbar spinal fusion. And when I was 15, I had a cheerleading and gymnastics accident that caused me to have a herniated disc in my lower back. Mm. Um, So that disc uh, pinched off a sciatic nerve. And so I was in chronic horrible pain for 10 years. Wow. And over those 10 years, that disc became so diseased that the, su- the surgeon, at when I was 24 years old, had to remove the disc. And that was honestly the most intense physically, mentally, emotional, um, thing that I've ever had to go through. And I would never, ever, ever wish that upon anybody. It was, it tested me. It really did. It tested me. And when I was going through that process, um, I was in communication with a lot of medical doctors. So my surgeon, uh, pain management specialist, neurologist, uh, uh, acupuncturist, massage therapist, chiropractors, physical therapist, everybody. And I just felt like they had the best intentions, but they weren't helping me. And I felt like it was kind of like, okay, like this information, this specific thing helped this person, so it should help you, right? And I was sitting there saying like, but you're not listening to me. Like, it's not helping me. I'm not recovering. I'm not getting better. I'm still in chronic pain. Like this isn't working. Like I spent all this money and went through this horrible, horrible surgery and it's still not working. And at the same time, I gained 30 pounds. So I was unhealthy. I didn't like the way it looked. I was, you know, mentally unstable. I was going through horrible depressive episodes. I was having horrible anxiety attacks. And I was like, I honestly, if I'm being totally candid, there were so many moments where I didn't want to live anymore because the pain was so severe and I'd been going through it for so long that I was like, is, is this it? And then I had this moment where I was like, no, like I want to fight for my life. Like I want my life. Like I, I saw that I was so blessed and so grateful. And you know, I had this amazing faith and amazing friends. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to figure this out. So I took it upon myself to start researching. And I researched everything that would pertain to like wellness, pain management, health in general, mental health. Because like I said, like my mental stability was like going downhill super fast. And I was so incredibly depressed. And so after I, you know, as I was accumulating all this knowledge, I think it was natural for me to just kind of speak about it. And so people then started asking me for help and advice. And then that was the moment where I was like, you know what, I'm going to get the proper training to feel more confident and being able to sell my services. And that's kind of what drove me to become a health and life coach was realizing that like people need help. I want to help them. I have the knowledge of how to help them because I did it myself. I walked through it myself. So that's why I know like my programs work because I've walked through them myself. I've done them first.
0: Wow. Holy smokes, Shelby. (laughs) I know it's a lot
1: to take in. It's, that's why I'm like, it's a loaded question. I'll try to lay it out as like best I can, but um, it's kind of a long-winded, long-winded answer. (laughs)
0: Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for sharing because I think when you can you. share your vulnerabilities, you know, just to everyone, I think it says a lot about your confidence now, your self-esteem now and, you know, just how far you've come. So that's, that's truly, wow, man, thank 10 you. years. That's like, it's hard to even comprehend, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm really grateful now. Like I recently, it's funny, one of my really close friends asked me, um, they were like, you know, if you had to go through all of it again all of this pain like for 15 years that I went through because it was it was rough like I had many moments where you know I was on my knees praying to god like crying tears in my eyes just like begging him for reprieve like I you know I had moments where the pain was so bad that I would have to take showers in my socks because I couldn't reach down to like take them off or I would get down on the ground to like stretch and I would get stuck for hours because I lived alone and I didn't have anyone to get me off the floor and I just had to wait for hours for my back to stop spasming and so my friend asked me, they're like, you know, if you, where you are right now, if you had to go through all of that again, to be able to be where you are right now, would you do it? And I thought really long and hard on that answer because I was like, oh gosh, like I, would I want to go through it again? Absolutely not. But would I, to be able to help the people that I've helped already, to be able to continue to do the work that I do? Absolutely. I would do it all over again.
0: smokes, Holy smokes, that is so, that, that's so empowering and inspirational to hear because in one sense of it, you know, you, you hear someone going through, you know, struggle or hardships and, and it sounds terrible, but, but to see, you know, the person who I'm talking to right now, I can only imagine you doing what you're doing because of, you know, what, what you've gone through, like the, the amount of knowledge that you've accumulated. And, and I think it's so incredible because, Oh my goodness. Cause, cause it's, you know, I, I know a lot of people who might go through hardships and it's, it can be scary putting yourself out there and just saying, you know, this is what I went through. This is the knowledge that I have because of it. And thinking that, you know, maybe you're the only one on that boat. When a lot of people don't realize that there's so many other people who are in the exact same situation, just hoping, you know, that there's a perfect analogy that I heard somewhere. You know, it's like, as if you're in a dark room and you think it's just by yourself. It's not until you turn on the light, like you're sharing info and you're like holy smokes like, everybody could benefit from this. So so good on I you, Shelby. Good on you for sharing this.
1: I love that so much. Thank you. That means mm-hmm. a lot, truly.
0: You are very welcome, my friend. You are very, very welcome. I think uh, it's, I'm, I'm very upset to hear that you had to go through something like that, Shelby. I'm, I don't want to lie and pretend like I know what it's like because I do not. But I um. I am very happy to, to get this energy from you right now. And just to see the kind of person you are, just your posts on on Instagram and TikTok. And it's it's awesome, Shelby. It's awesome.
1: Oh, thank you. That truly, truly means a lot. I, um, there are some days where I question like myself or I question, you know, what I'm doing and because sometimes you don't know the impact that you're making, but I try to remind that to, you know, my clients, I try to remind that to everyone. Like you don't know what a smile does. You don't know what that post could do. Like there, the beauty of, you know, TikTok and social media has been, so amazing for not just like my business, like which it has been amazing, um, but the the messages and things that people say to me literally bring tears to my eyes. like I have had you know people there was a girl that reached out to me and said that she saw my videos a day before she went into having um, multiple brain surgeries, and she told me that my videos gave her hope and made her want to keep fighting for her life and made her um, you know really lean into her her faith with God and I have been trying uh, as as much as I can to be in contact with her during this journey and it has been so inspiring and just like jaw-dropping that I'm like you know what like that's the reason why I would do it again that's the reason why I'd walk through it again because I see other people that are struggling through things that are worse than what I went through like brain surgery like I can't even imagine and she's still so strong and has her faith. And it's just like encouraging other people or, you know, I, I, I work with clients that have just been treated like crap in their life and have been told that they're not good enough and they're, they're, they're just not enough that they're this, they're that. And their self-esteem is on the floor. And it just irritates me. Cause I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, let me prove to you that you are amazing. And like, let me prove to you that you have a purpose, that you have a passion for a reason that God put that in your heart for a reason. And so honestly, my job is the coolest job in the world because I just get to encourage people all day. Like, like I said, they already intuitively somewhat know what to do. I'm just there to be like, okay, let's keep you on track and let me like be your cheerleader in the background. So, I mean, at least I'm still a cheerleader in some way. I might have gotten hurt <laughs> 15 years ago, but oh, I'm man. still a cheerleader at heart.
0: That's amazing, Shelby. You're right, my friend, you're right. And I, I just think it's, it's so beautiful to know the impact that you're having on people, you know, whether it's one Instagram post or, or a TikTok video, or even on the the story, you know, just being a way that, you know, even if it doesn't get the most likes or the most shares, what if there's one person who's exactly in need of that message?
1: That's exactly what it is. It's just, it's, it's about making an impact in this world and moving mountains, but you do it one person at a time because each person matters. That's the part is like, That's kind of why I do one-on-one coaching. Like, yes, I would love to get into group coaching and I'm transitioning into online coaching as well. However, I don't think I'll ever stop doing one-on-one coaching because, you know, it benefits me just as much as it benefits the client. And I want them to see me. I want them to be heard and know that they are important because they are.
0: You're completely right, my friend. You're, I feel like it's and not, not that it's that it doesn't get talked about enough, but I feel like sometimes it's really easy to just look at, you know, oh, focusing on the group coaching and the people and, and as the numbers going up. And, and sometimes even I myself, I fall guilty of this, not realizing, you know, rather than looking at I have X amount of followers, like looking at it as each person, right? Each person with their own background and their own yeah. ethics and morals who've chosen to press the follow button or subscribe button. And it's just the, the value in that is absolutely amazing.
1: Oh, absolutely! You know, someone put it into perspective for me. They were like, "Okay, so say you have, like, I have around thirty thousand followers on TikTok, but I have way less on Instagram." And and I was, you know, I was complaining about that, and I was like, "Oh, like this, you know, it's not, like, it's it's so hard. Like, it's so hard to have like um, organic reach." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Okay, well, think about this. You think five hundred followers isn't a lot, right?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, it could be better." And she goes think of it as being in a room with 500 people and you're speaking on a stage to 500 people. That's a lot of people. That's a big impact, right? So even if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I can't get the numbers up. 500 is not a lot because you're comparing it to somebody else that has like 100,000 followers that has also probably been doing it a lot longer than you. So don't compare your beginning to somebody else's like success, to somebody else's like seven, eight, nine, 10 years down the road when you're just beginning because you're still making an impact. And those five hundred people. Are incredibly important, so you just have it's a shift in per, uh, perspective, it's a shift in your mentality of how you view it.
0: I could not agree more, Shelby. That was a perfect example. You're right, you're totally right. If you think about being in a room with 400 500 people, it's like that's a lot of people. And yeah, I do think that that impact. whole, I do think unfortunately, that whole comparing aspect when you compare yourself to other people, you know, because once you get to 10,000, you want 20,000, once you get 20,000, you compare to so you just always, you know, and I feel like that was one of the reasons that. I put this podcast on hold, like I was supposed to start this thing at least three or four months before I actually ended up starting it. And the big reason was I would compare my podcast to people who are doing this for eight, nine years. People who have, you know, they can pay for a studio and they have the nice lights. And, and I was like, okay, I'll start a podcast when I can buy a fancy microphone and I can get my screen to stop like changing its brightness every like five seconds, which is weird because that's literally never happened before until this call. But this is oh, why of do things, right? right? the professionality. We're authentic.
1: But now, We're organic. That's beautiful. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You know, but I think, you know, there really is a beauty in just like just doing things and then just learning from experience, you know, rather than waiting for things to get perfect. So I think, um, you know, I think comparing is good in the sense that you figure out kind of where you are, but if you, if you rely too much on, on, you know, everyday checking your followers, checking their followers, you know, it's, I don't th- I'm sure you would agree. It's not the most healthiest thing for your own journey or your own perspective.
1: No, absolutely not. You're, it means that you're going to be focusing on the wrong thing. Like as a coach, like your whole job is to focus on the client and like what their needs are. Like it's not a, yes, of course you want to be able to reach out to more people so that you can have more clients. But ultimately like you need to think about the people that are already following you and what that is because you are giving them information, but you're also giving them a voice because you should be listening to what it is that they Have, like, what problems they have, or what it is that they are asking you to help them with. So, when you are focusing on everybody else, you're forgetting about the people that are standing right in front of you and that need you and that want to be there.
0: Well said, my friend. Well said. I think it's super easy to fall into getting, gaining the new followers as opposed to, well, let me, you know, take care of everyone who's already following me, who's already in that room.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: So, Shelby, for anyone listening to this who, you know, it, it, they, they know that obviously exercise is important. They know that eating healthy is important. How can we, are, are there certain examples, Shelby, that you can give them either from working with past clients or yourself, you know, just talking about the importance of exercise or really, you know, the importance of, of healthy eating and, and the impact that that can have on someone's life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think, um, you know, eating the right foods and exercising and taking care of your body, um, that if it's, it's so incredibly important, if not the most important thing, because it's creating a healthy lifestyle that essentially keeps you living longer and living more abundantly. So eating clean and exercising can help reduce your chances of suffering from, you know, what we call lifestyle diseases, which are like heart disease, uh, type 2 diabetes, obesity, etc. So to be honest, like our generation, like in, for many generations, we didn't have proper knowledge of nutrition or health overall. So our generation is actually the first in educating the world of what the word healthy even means, right? So nutrition and exercise affects literally everything. So it affects your attitude, your mood, your energy, um, how you look, how you feel, how you're going to perform, whether that's at work or in anything that you do. It controls pretty much anything and everything with the body. So it is important for people to care and want to take care of their selves because, you know, you were gifted with just one body and this one beautiful life. So why wouldn't you want to live abundantly and live a fulfilled, healthy life? Because take it from somebody that has experienced intense pain. If I had the choice, if somebody was like, Hey, if you just ate really well, this would have gone away. I'd be like, Ooh, sign me up. Like you know, it wasn't that quick fix for me. And it wasn't like something that I could just like automatically like snap my fingers and do. But since then, like now my body is healthier and stronger and I'm happier than I have ever been. And that is because of my lifestyle. That is because I figured out the proper, you know, supplements that are, that are going to help me for, uh, to lower my inflammation. And I figured out what foods work for me so that I'd no longer have digestion issues because trust me, I definitely have a lot and I have a lot of, um, allergies to foods, but I didn't know that until I was like going deeper and researching nutrition. Like I wish I would have had a health coach like five or six years ago. Cause I, I definitely wouldn't have been like struggling as much as I would, but you know, it's funny. Like I like we talked about, like we intuitively kind of know like what to do, but we just don't do it, it and it. it frustrates me sometimes because, you know, sometimes I see that people treat, say like their animals better than they treat themselves. Like, Mm. you know, you wouldn't buy, you wouldn't get a dog and then feed it trash and then not take it on a walk. Right. Like, no, but people do that to their bodies. They feed it trash like McDonald's or things that is just like not healthy for you. And you know, it's not healthy. And then you don't get the proper exercise. And then you wonder why you gain weight, why you feel bloated, why you feel gross and why you don't have energy. And then you wonder, like, like, then you complain about it. So it's like, no, no, no. Like your body is your, is your, the only way that you're going to be able to get through this life. So you have to take care of it, take care of it because you only have one and you were blessed with it. And it is a huge blessing. And I just wish other people would see that.
0: You're right, Shelby. You're absolutely right. Now, Shelby, just to, to, to talk about the emphasis of that, what is the difference between the people who, you know, do make the change, who do make the effort and change their habits to people who don't? Like, is there, is there like a common pattern that you see in clients? Like, I know we talked a little bit about, you know, on your end, it's the encouragement and it's the, um, what, what was the other one? Accountability. And accountability. Thank you. But is there something that you see in like, like a person that you're like, oh, like, is it, is it a mindset thing or?
1: Um, I think in terms of like when when a client gets to me, they are at the end. Like they're like, I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do anymore. Like I hear that so much. They're like, I need help and I need someone to like tell me what to do. And that's when it gets to that point where it's like, hey, they took it too far. Like they they went too far for too long, not taking care of themselves. And then it's either they have a health situation where their doctor is telling them like, hey, you need to lose weight. You need to get that. you know that um like your heart like your um i'm sorry I'm blanking your um um like you need to get like your your blood panels like checked out and like you're getting your results back and like so you're either like suffering from a disease or about ready to um mm-hmm. you are you know suffering from major digestion issues a lot of the women that come to me and and mind you i do work predominantly with women i have i'm not opposed at all to working with men i just predominantly work with women for sure um but a lot of people come to me because they're like, look, I am suffering from digestion issues and I don't know like what's going on. I feel super bloated. I don't like the way that I look. I'm not losing weight. Like, I, like what's going on? And that's when I come in and I'm like, okay, like let's lay it all out. Like let's figure out what foods work best for you. Like, and, and that's what's so specific about my coaching is that it's not a copy paste. Every single client that I work with will have a different experience than the other person because it's curated specifically to them and what they need and what their goals are. Um, So yeah, like, I hope that answered your question. Yes,
0: definitely, of course, of course. And and I love the end, you know, where you said, just, I think you're really emphasizing the importance of individual differences, you know, just because something worked for person A, a certain diet, doesn't mean it might be the best way to go for person B. So I think it's awesome. I think it's really important to have that um, distinction between, between different people, right, different metabolic rates, you know, and all that, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I learned when you know. I know that the medical profession, like, they definitely they want to help, but you know, there's so many people that they see that. That's why a lot of like healthcare uh, practices, like, actually pair up with a health coach so that they can get like do the the background work that they don't have time for. And it, that's why coaching is incredibly important and why it will be around forever um, because we do help and it does work.
0: I agree, my friend. I agree. I completely agree with you. Now, uh, shall we? I think, you know, one, one of the underlying messages that, that I really get from this conversation is when people get to you at the end of the line, right? It's when they've talked to a doctor, you know, when they've enough is enough, right? I'm sick of this. I don't, I don't like the way that I'm feeling. I just find it so interesting that, you know, long-term, right? When you look at someone's habits, right? When you see that they're going to McDonald's every night or X, Y, and Z, and then you have a guess of what's, what they're going to, what kind of state they're going to be like. You know, mm-hmm. five years ahead, 10 years ahead, but it's mm-hmm. really not until the people get there that then they start. Well, what I mean by that is, you know, when you have a, a burger, right, mm-hmm. things don't hit you immediately, right? Your heart, you don't get a heart attack immediately, right? The cholesterol doesn't build up. It's a slow thing for better or for worse. For yeah. better, it's because, you know, you don't, you know, drop immediately yeah for worse it's because it's it's slowly building right that you you're digging yourself yeah. into this hole so then yeah. when you're ten years in you know doing you know sit ups for a whole day isn't going to help because you have these ten years of accumulation of those those cokes right and the burgers and the fries and this and that and I just think it is such an such an eye opening thing to consider the people who have gone through the struggle or the people who get to the point where they're being told by a doctor that's when it's i think like the biggest wake up call you know like like unfortunately because it'd be amazing if you know they, they got it before they, they fell, if you will, you know, or before they had that big first, yeah. you know, And shake. a
1: lot of people do. Like, I think that, I think nowadays, like there is so much more information with, you know, social media and people are seeing like, you know, fitness influencers are like taking over the world right now. For sure. So I think that there is that, that connection that people are finally starting to make. but I feel like it's very recent that this is happening. You know, I feel like maybe 10 years ago, if not five years ago, that's what it was. It was like, I'm at the end of the line and I don't have any other options. So like either I'm going to pay you to help me and like, and that's a lot of pressure for a coach too, right? Like,
0: and,
1: but I think nowadays people are starting to realize like, Hey, like this is becoming a problem the moment that you start thinking about it. And then they're like, okay, how do I fix this? And then they start looking for like their resources and their tools. And they're like, okay, I don't have any tools in my toolbox. So let me find somebody that does. And that's where a coach comes in.
0: That's beautiful, my friend. You're a thousand percent correct, Shelby. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. It's nuts just to see the growth and progression, you know, with those fitness influencers in general, uh, even just in the last 10 years, you're completely right. You're completely right. That's awesome. And especially, you know, being able to do like even consulting and talking to clients like this over Zoom, you know, just, you don't even have to be there. They could be in another part of the city. So it's, oh, yeah. it's truly I work amazing. Remote
1: and I work with clients all over the U.S. Um, what we call OTR. So opening the conversation for a potential client. I've Mm. had those with people in like Sydney, Australia, like all over, all over the, all over the world. Like it's, it's really cool. That's the beauty of working remote is I can work with literally anyone all over the world. Like the impact that you can make is just, it's amazing.
0: I couldn't agree more, my friend. It's nuts to think that you're on this part of the world talking to someone in another part of the world, give them advice and counseling, and it's it's really, like, it's, like, I feel like FaceTiming is almost as, like, crazy revolutionary as when the newspaper first came out. Like, it, it's oh, yeah. nuts. It's insane.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, show me when we're talking about, you know, the importance of, um, like, health and, you know, exercise, there are a lot of people who also listen to this podcast who are also fans of, you know, or even if they haven't started, right, they'll, they might have, you know, like business ideas or entrepreneurial ideas, what is, what do you think is the most challenging thing for a new coach or a person who wants to start their own business, whatever it may be, whether it be, you know, like a counseling thing like this or becoming a fitness influencer, what do you think is one of the hardest things about starting out?
1: That's a great question. Um, (laughs) Honestly, there's there's so many challenges when like creating a new business. Um, I think for me, the top two it's probably been like having clear direction for my business and having the self-confidence to kind of, you know, put myself out there day in and day out. Um, Sometimes, honestly, it feels like I'm talking to like an empty room um, and I'm not really sure if I'm making an impact or not. It's honestly a lot of trial and error. It's like throwing throwing things against the wall and hoping that something is going to stick. And you have to constantly be willing to pivot because You know, something might work for your business for several weeks and it's really, really great. And then all of a sudden it doesn't work anymore. So you have to be willing to pivot. So you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable pretty much all of the time. And I guess the biggest question that you have to ask yourself when going into business or like wanting to work with clients or being a fitness coach is, you know, what are you willing to do or how far are you willing to go to help somebody? Because ultimately, your client can only go as far as you're willing to go first.
0: Wow. That, oh yeah. That, that makes lots of sense. That makes lots of sense. How far are you willing to go for your client? Hmm. Whoa. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. That's very yeah, cool. It's
1: like, um, I think I said earlier, like the, the programs that I do, like I know that they work. Cause I, I love when, somebody that's like not quite ready or they just like don't believe in coaching. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people that, that don't. And like, that's sure. okay. Um, but I love when people are like, oh, how do you know that your program works? I'm like, how do I know? Well, cause I went through it.
0: Mm-hmm. So I right. totally <laughs> right. coach
1: people through it. So um, I know that I can get people to a higher version of themselves because I've done it myself and I am, un- I will be completely honest. I am uncomfortable pretty much every day. And I, but I think that that's where true growth comes in. So, the biggest challenge is, yeah, is like uh, because this industry is so new, there's not a clear direction. You're literally just throwing things against a wall and hoping that it fixes, hoping that it sticks. But what you're doing ultimately is just trying to help people. And if you put it out there, it'll it'll come. People will come. They they need your help. They want your help. So if you are sitting there and you're thinking like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I can do this just start small and just, just try it. Like, trust me, just try it. Just take a leap of faith.
0: I love it, my friend. I love it. I do do think it takes lots of confidence to overcome those, you know, those self-doubting beliefs like, Oh, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not professional enough. Maybe nobody cares about what I have to say. So to be able to come over those, you know, put your information out there to know that someone is looking for the exact two cents that you might have to offer. So a thousand percent, Shelby, I could not agree more.
1: Absolutely. Like the biggest obstacle that you are going to face is literally going to be fear. It's going to be the fear of failure, of putting, the fear of putting yourself out there, of not being enough, of not being able to help someone in the way that you want to. But at the end of the day, that fear has to fuel you to move, to keep moving, to be better, to not fail, to to not give in when you're tired or you're burned out or you're overthinking things, or you're starting to self doubt. Like I truly believe that fear can fuel you to be wildly successful someday. And I just honestly, like I always try to remind myself of something that I heard Alexa Carlin said. So she's a public speaker and a women's empowerment coach. And she said that fear is inevitable, but listening to that fear is a choice. Or another way of looking at fear is as an acronym. So F-E-A-R. Fear is either you can forget everything and run. Or you can face everything and rise.
0: Love it. Love it. That's so cool. Love it. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. What what an empowering way to look at it, you know, because you're right, you know, fear is inevitable, we're going to be in situations that are going to make us feel uncomfortable, we're going to have to do things that we haven't done before, whether that be rejections or failures, proposing things that we've never proposed before. And I think the importance of doing the uncomfortable, like you said yourself, I think it's beautiful to say, you know, you do the uncomfortable so much that the uncomfortable becomes comfortable, right? And you're constantly out of your comfort zone. And that's how we grow. So I, I think it's great. I think it's absolutely amazing. And I think, you know, just the more you put yourself in uncomfortable position. You know, the more you adapt and the more you become better and you can grow and you and, and I, I completely agree with you. I think a lot of it, you know, is the self-criticism is the fear, you know, am I enough? Am I good enough? And if you can overcome that or kind of just, you know, tune that out to a degree, I feel like you're just miles ahead.
1: Yep. Yep. Cause you know, when a lot of my clients they say that the the thing that they love about like me is that I remind them that they have a choice. Cause I think in this life like that we get told so many things from so many different people in so many different directions. And we forget that a lot of things are in our control and we have a choice. So I constantly try to remind people that it's like, you have a choice. You like happiness is a choice. You have to choose it every single day, but it takes the same amount of energy to be sad and depressed than it is to be happy. So what are you going to choose?
0: I'm so happy you said that Shelby. Uh, Cause, cause when, you know, when you get to that point of, you know, choosing you, I feel like if individual is forced to take accountability, you know, when you say, Hey, you know, you choose your habits or, you know, or Hey, you know, I hate when I'm studying. Well, dude, you chose to take your classes and always be say, Oh, well, no, my, you know, parents like, dude, nobody held a gun to your head. I'm a huge believer that, you know, people can influence you. People can guide you, but nobody can really make you do anything, right? You choose to, you signed up for those classes, right? You, you know, choose. you know, you chose to go and eat outside. So I, I completely agree with you. I think, you can take responsibility for your life and understand like holy smokes your decisions have a whole lot more weight than you than you think they do.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think that people just kind of like I think they forgot. They forgot that they have a choice. They and I or I think people don't realize that like they choose the thoughts that are in their head. Like you can either choose to allow that thought to stay in your head and snowball out of control. Or you could choose to be like, "Mm, okay, so I acknowledge that thought, mm, but it doesn't connect to my soul. So I'm going to let it go. And I'm just going to like go about my day and like not let it like affect me. You have a choice. And I think that there's true personal power in that is realizing that you do have a choice.
0: For sure. I think uh, like, it's just, I don't know where I heard this from, but someone was, you know, be the, what was that? Something like be the captain of your own ship or, you know, mm-hmm. are you in the passenger yeah. seat or.
1: Be the hero of your own story.
0: Perfect. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Save yourself. Be your own coach. Be your own best friend. Absolutely. Help yourself out. Good. Amazing. 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 Shelby, my friend, um, I've had an absolute pleasure having you on this this podcast, having you on this episode. The time has flown by. My friend, what is what is one last note that we can leave the listeners and and the watch and the whoever's watching with? What is one last message that we want to, to give them? Um
1: I would say I would say be fearless. I would say don't worry about, you know, embarrassing yourself or making mistakes or not having all the right answers just put yourself out there and try it because, you know, I promise that you'll figure it out as you go along. And in the process, you can help people and inspire them. What I try to remind like myself as well as the people in my life is that, you know, you have a safety net and your safety net is your faith, your faith in your God, whatever it is that you call your God. So that could be, you know, Jesus Christ, Buddha, the universe, energy, whatever it is that you call your, your, your God, you have a safety net because faith is trusting God, right? And everything that you have gotten through in this life, it hasn't taken you out. So you have a safety net, but you don't have a ceiling. So the sky is the limit. So take a leap of faith and go after your dreams and your goals and their aspirations, even if they're crazy, even if they're, you know, people don't understand them because I truly believe that God created each and every one of us with a purpose and a passion. And I don't believe that he put that passion in your heart to torture you with it. No, I I believe he put it there to challenge you to see what you're gonna create with it, see what you're gonna build with it. And I want, he wants you to inspire people. He wants you to help people. So go after that, be fearless and shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll land among the stars. So AKA, you have a safety net, but you don't have a ceiling.
0: Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I love that. Shoot for the moon. Worst case scenario, land on the stars.
1: Absolutely. That's you got amazing. a ceiling or you don't have a ceiling, but you have a safety net. So the sky is the limit. Just, just go for it. Just go for it.
0: I could not have said it better, my friend. Uh, Shelby, for the young people who are listening and, and watching this, who are in love with you and what you do, what are your social media handles? Where, where can they find you?
1: Oh yeah, perfect. Um, so I'm on Instagram as well as TikTok. It's the same. So it's at SP wellness coaching. Um, and yeah, you can even shoot me an email at SP wellness at gmail.com. Um, and my bio is on all my social media platforms. Um, that's a great way to um, actually, if you would like my coaching, uh, there's applications that you can fill out. Um, but yeah, everything is on my Instagram as well as my TikTok. And I'm also on Facebook.
0: Amazing. Hey, Shelby, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the episode. I had an amazing thank time you. today.
1: Me too. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. And you were such an amazing host. I felt so comfortable and I'm just really, really grateful. So thank you.
0: Love it, Shelby. Love it. I'm a fan of yours, my friend. I am a friend of yours and I'm happy to uh, watch what moves you do in the future.
1: Oh, thank you. You too. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Hey, listeners and watchers. Thank you very much, my friends. It's been another episode of the Daniel Teachers Experience. Have an amazing day. This is goodbye from Daniel and Shelby.
1: Bye guys. Thank you.